Welcome to the Social University Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today because we want to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and people just like you who want to build their business online. Listen, if we can do it, you can do it. So let's go. So you get a bad review. Now what? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about negative reviews, complaints, comments, the whole thing. So what to do with a bad review and a good one. Um, I'm Karen Taratis with Social U, and we talk to you every week about social media tips, tricks, and trends, and digital marketing information as well. And this week, we want to talk about negative comments, negative reviews, because everybody everybody has that happen to them. If you've been in business more than a minute, it's a, it's a likelihood. It's a probability it's going to happen. So I have it broken down into different categories. I want to talk about negative comments or complaints first. So first and foremost, the, your best defense is a, your best offense is a good defense. I'm, so don't do the football. I hope I'm saying that right. Pay attention to what's going on around you. That's the only way for you to respond quickly and really uh, get on top of things if you know what's going to happen. So you definitely need to pay attention. Make sure that you're responding as soon as the comment or the complaint happens. Then you need to kind of gauge, is this really my fault? Is this something that I need to deal with myself? Not all the time. Sometimes people just want to vent. Sometimes it's very simple and you don't need to admit guilt of any kind. It just, it depends on the situation. But if it's something that you are genuinely at fault for, admit fault and apologize apologies go a long way and you want the apology to be public. You want the details to be private, but you want the apology to be public. And that moves us into our our next point. Number three, move the rest of the conversation to private if possible. So you had this very public comment, this, I got, bought this product and it broke out your, your scan or whatever they say. I'm so sorry you had that experience. I'm happy to make it right. Please DM me so we can discuss the details. Simple. You want to get the details out of the public eye. You want the public to know you're dealing with it, but they don't need to know all the ins and outs of what's going on behind the scenes. Definitely thank them for their input. As a small business owner, you have to know when something is messed up, broken, wrong, damaged. You have to know. So whether it's fun for you or not, you need to acknowledge that and thank the person who's telling you. I'm so sorry this broke. I didn't realize this product was faulty. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Or I am so sorry. uh, Madison was so sarcastic and mean to you. Thank you for telling me so I can kill her. Whatever the solution is to your problem or whatever the issue is, make sure you address it. You apologize for it and you move forward privately. Okay. Then you want to ask them what they want to fix it. Now, this is, uh, this comes from 15 years of retail. Nine times out of 10, still to this day, they want less than what you want to give them. It's bigger in your head than it is in their head. So first and foremost, before you offer to kill Madison, ask them what they want to do. It may be something really simple, like I was having a bad day. We just had a clash. I'm Seriously, you never know. They may just want an apology. They may only want a credit on their next purchase. You may be about to get refund their entire order and they just want five, a $5 coupon. So before you act, you need to ask and find out what it is they want you to do to help them. And of course, and I, I cannot say this enough, if you hear nothing else, 
do not delete negative comments. And for those in the back, do not delete negative comments. You are making it personal when you delete negative comments. That person who was talking about your business and telling you what was wrong, now they're mad. Now they're mad, mad. And they're going to move that conversation to their own private profile and they're going to let you have it. And I have experienced this in real life many times. Uh, The worst experience I ever had with this was my very first back in my brand new, we've been doing this for 15 years. So we're talking 2009. And I had a Facebook client who um, was very obviously at fault. He just got busted publicly. People realized what he did. He, he knew it was wrong. 100% knew it was wrong. So instead of addressing it publicly, he deleted a comment. He and I had a discussion that sounded a lot like you can't delete the comments. Why not? Because you're going to make her mad. And if she gets mad, she's coming for you. (laughs) It's not a big deal. It got to be a huge deal. It was such a huge deal. He got reported to the Better Business Bureau. They actually created a Facebook page to discuss the issue with other people. It She was so mad. And when he came to me and said, she has this information on her profile, take it down. I can't. You've made it personal. You've called her out. She's pissed. It's, there's no placating her now. So he made a bad situation so much worse by poking the bear. Don't delete the comments. Okay. Just don't delete the comments. Okay. It doesn't have to be a negative complaint for it to be problematic. Sometimes you're going to get rude comments or false comments, also known as a lie, and trolls. It happens, especially on YouTube. Trolls hang out there. It's their favorite place to be. So first and foremost, if it's false information, you need to respond with caution. You want to keep your responses short and factual. So if they say, I would bet my, seriously, bet my right hand, Madison's never been rude to anybody ever. So if somebody called me and told me she yelled at them, did she? (laughs) Did she? That's like somebody calling me and telling me, oh, your team didn't post anything at all for me last week. Really? Okay, well, let me check. Now, again, you don't want to be rude to the person. You do want to verify the information. But it needs, is it real? So let's say they make a false claim. I got this, um, let's say you're a retailer and you sold food and it made them sick. This gave me food poisoning. Okay, let's address it. So factually, quickly, concisely, you want to say something like, my apologies for your illness. We make sure that that um, content of that particular item is new. It has a a two-day shelf life. We rotate our stock every single morning. However you factually want to address it, factually address it. Because it's okay to let other people know, especially public people who don't have the details. It's okay to let them know what's going on behind the scenes quickly, if it's false, just address it. Like you promised that this dress that we ordered would be here on Saturday. I apologize for the miscommunication or for the um, misunderstanding. I told you the order would be placed and received by Saturday. It will not be in the store until next Wednesday or whatever. Correct information, short factual. The next thing you want to do, um, and then again, I can't emphasize this enough. Do not argue with crazy. Crazy is going to crazy and there's nothing you can do about it. Some people just want to be negative. Some people just want to complain. You are going to get those people. You can't argue with crazy. You can't argue with someone who says the dress that they bought from you gave them food poisoning. That is insane. 
just sometimes the best thing to do is to just walk away from it. But if it's absolutely crazy or the person is crazy, so seriously, sometimes the very best thing to do is um, hide it and leave it alone, especially if it's not your fault, especially if it's insanely false. Insane is the keyword. Um, you also don't want to feed the trolls. You don't want to respond to someone who's just saying something to make you mad. Now, any engagement on anything you do in, increases your, it helps the algorithm and it increases your stats. But do you want a ton of negative attention? Probably not. If you're taking a stance and you're saying that the green M&M is the best M&M and somebody comes behind you and calls you an idiot and they make it personal, do you want to argue with them? Probably not. Can it help your stats? Sure. You can let people argue in the comments all day long. Every single comment will bump your numbers up and improve your engagement. But, um, you know, don't feed the trolls. If we get a, and a lot of times our, our only troll comments really and truly come from YouTube and we've gotten in the habit, we just respond with a troll emoji and say, thanks for the engagement and leave it alone. That's sometimes all you can do. Um, rude comments, you want to delete with discretion. There are filters you can put in place on your posts that will um, not allow profanity to appear. We have very strong profanity filters on all of our client pages so that there is no profanity that kind of sneaks through. So those get automatically hidden. But you do want to delete with discretion. You have to, ideally, you want a policy in place for specific situations like profanity and you want to share it as needed. So that would be a very simple, our policy is no profanity in the comments. So if someone has something that's profane, you can say our policy is no profanity. That comment had to be deleted or hidden, however you want to address it. If we get super crazy or rude or profane, we will um, delete the comment, hide the comment and block the user because if it persists, that's your only and last line of defense is to ban or block the person and report it. You, you have to sometimes let Facebook or Instagram, you got to let them know that there's a problem so they can, and there's, you guys know that you see fake accounts all the time. Um, we had an issue a couple of years ago where um, it was obviously a fake account. The pictures were adult let me just say that they were adult. All of the profile pictures were very adult, obviously a fake account. So best thing to just report the account. And they were making complaints about something they didn't actually do. They were complaining about the service when they didn't actually purchase the service. They weren't even a customer. So yeah, hide the, delete the comments, ban the user, report the user done and done. It, it, it does happen sometimes. So that's that's your best and last line of defense. Um, and you do want to remember to keep your comments within your brand. Like if you're Wendy's and you can be sarcastic, be sarcastic. If you can be snarky, be snarky, but respond like your brand would respond because that's what it is. It's your brand. It's not just you. Um, I can give you examples of complaints that have worked in our favor con um, all day. And I can give you examples of ways that it was handled very well. We have, um, we've worked with vendors in the past. We work with someone who provides clothing. They had a very negative comment and the way she handled it was just beautiful. She apologized for the person being upset, which didn't really acknowledge responsibility because it wasn't really her fault. She listed all the facts of the situation about this is the reality uh, compared to what the person was saying and then gave them options for, um, 
to, to be fixed. And it, it absolutely helped. We had um, a couple of years ago, we had a retailer, they had a drive through there was a terrible complaint. Um, of course, all this stuff happened Sunday night at 10 p.m., the terrible complaint. Your drive through had a nail in it and my tire blew. So we responded, we contacted the owner, we responded quickly, um, minutes, so that, um, you know, because you don't want to leave a negative comment for too long. Well, as other people were seeing the comments, another person chimed in and said, you didn't roll over a nail. You hit the curb and your tire popped. You popped your own tire and you made the complaint. They were joking because they were friends, but they saw them. The person that made the complaint, the person that was making the comment was actually behind them in the drive-thru. And they said, you just wanted free stuff. Ha ha. That they really thought they ran over a nail. It ended up being kind of funny. A lot more people commented and they were so pleased at the way the retailer handled it so quickly and politely and made sure that the person with the complaint was being taken care of, even though the complaint was not their fault and was out of their control. It really reflected positively on the vendor. So even complaints can come back and be good things for you. You just have to handle it well and pay attention because you're never going to know if there's a problem if you're not paying attention. Seriously. So (laughs) make sure that you're, you're checking those apps so that you're getting the information quickly. Um, And, not all reviews are bad, even bad reviews, because bad reviews give customers a sense of what's the worst case scenario. What's the worst thing that happens? And that lets them understand um, what can go wrong with your product or your service and how much it matters to you if they get a good service or good product. Plus, too many positive reviews makes you look fake. It looks like your mom went in and made a bunch of fake accounts and talked about you. When you have a negative review or a negative comment and you respond in a positive way and you handle it correctly, it really validates you as a business owner and it validates your company and it lets people know how you're going to handle the situation and take care of them. So negative comments can actually be a good thing because it tells people how you treat your customers and customers pay attention to that kind of stuff. And a lot of times your customers will defend it for you. We've had issues where um, I won't tell you the client, but they were, we had a comment that was very negative comment and the account manager let me know. And I said, let's just wait for a couple of minutes. And the people who follow that page are very devoted fans. They came for that commenter in a way we could not have. They defended the position. They let them know why they were wrong and why they should stop talking. <laughs> and it was actually a beautiful sight to see. So sometimes your um, your hardcore fans will actually run to your assistance. It doesn't always have to be you. But rest assured, negative comments, negative reviews, rude, it's going to happen. That's just the way it is, especially in this day and age. People are emboldened behind a keyboard. It's okay. It can absolutely be dealt with it or fixed rest assured it can be corrected. Thank you guys very much for joining me this morning. I will be back next week. Our, what is our topic next week? We are going to talk about the worst social media nightmares. I am going to give you examples of some of the worst mistakes made this year. I have one in particular uh, top, immediately top of mind because man, I followed, I went down that rabbit hole in a big way. I'm going to talk to you about some of our team's mistakes because I think it's a good idea to know Madison is literally going, 
It's a good idea to know. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, uh, and when we get new people, there's nothing they can do that we haven't done at least one time. Becky says, yeah, she's being gracious. Becky doesn't. No, again, my team doesn't make a ton of mistakes. It does happen. And we're going to talk about them. All of them. <laughs> so that you guys can rest assured that these things do happen and it does get better. So join us next week when we talk about the worst social media nightmares as we wrap up our spooky content for Halloween. Thank you guys for joining me. Until next week, I'm Karen Taradis with Social You, and I'm here to help. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for the Social University podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Stay Social U. That's the letter U. And we will talk to you next week. Remember, you've got this.